did it again. It's because of Louie, you know? I'm so let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it. To those of you listening, we did this intro 12 times, and we said that, no that, Italian. Now it's going to serve as a reminder that you, we shouldn't go too crazy. I'll make it go away. I'm going to pour some concrete. You can have a big patty. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis watched Goodfellas again. He's going to be talking like this for a week now. So Hey, all you are is a floating head right now. Hey, yeah, I am a floating head. You know what happened? Uh, you know, I did a little something, something. You don't want to get a floating head. That's what I see. Where's your body, oh, my guy? So I want to uh, be honest with everybody right now. Uh, for this podcast, we're completely unprepared. But this is the real us. We want to we wanna just talk and uh, record this conversation and see where it goes. I'm listening to my voice. Me talking. Right now, one of the biggest things is that we didn't actually see WrestleMania today. And we were hoping to kind of cover that. I mean, we should at least watch it. Yeah. Right? Hey, how about we'll do a live reaction of us watching uh, WrestleMania. Dennis, you're 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 the you're the you know you're the guy that gets the information. You're the facts guy. Please tell me you watched WrestleMania and you have a review. I watched WrestleMania number three, and I could give a review uh, on that. No, no, I'm talking about the WrestleMania going on right now. Irrelevant, my friend. I freaking suck because I just got uh, from the lake after riding my jet ski, and no, I did not uh, ride or watch WrestleMania, whatever number it is. Roman. Oh yeah, same thing. I was. Uh, I we yeah, we were we couldn't watch it either because we were. I, I had to go for a yacht. Walk. Yeah. No, we were on our yacht because we got a jet ski. We were on our, uh, our be, sick yacht. Or we're just being one uppers. Okay. Nah, I don't have a yacht. And yeah. Dennis doesn't have a jet ski. We're, like we're doing whatever you're doing, but just in a cooler way. You know, I have a wave runner. Yeah, uh, he but does. Marshall, you couldn't do anything anyway, boy, because you all injured up. What is going on with your injury, Marshall? Yeah, so uh, I did hurt my knee. I got a, the doctor said it wasn't a tear or anything, but it was yeah. partially torn, I think. Yeah, maybe right. partially torn. But I, But the thing is, is, I really, really don't want to miss this match with uh, with Tom. So I finally get oh. to get my hands on him, and uh, you know he's he's. Uh, I know he's probably going to attack this knee, and so I'm just trying to be prepared. I'm trying not to sell it too much, but right now I still am, I still am on crutches. Crutch. Oh yeah. Using- hey, look for those of you that are tuning in via YouTube. Uh, there are, and I'll explain it if you're not on YouTube. If you're like on Spotify. There is a crutch. Okay, now a crutch is something you put under your arm when your limbs are hurt or broken or anything. Anyway, there is a crutch right behind Marshall. It's between Marshall and Ross, and that is Marshall's crutch. He's not using Ross as a crutch tonight, but he is using a crutch. Oh, like I don't use Ross as a crutch in my matches. Is that what you're saying? That was a, that was a jab. Yeah, that's, a, that's been a rumor going around for a long time. I you know, you – yeah. Now, let's address it now. It is a you rumor. Always- come in and take all the glory you know i just i don't know man a lot of times i'm getting beat up and i wear them down for you when i hear that crowd chanting your name it just gets me going hey you know out there show them what's up hey hey, what if one time maybe maybe let you push you know Uh, slingshot me in for a win you know what i'm saying i I see what you're saying yeah but then then, how would i get the win you know no i I know what you're saying that's true yes it's all good I'll just, I'll just bear it down. And yeah, never bring, it up. bring it up again. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All right. Okay, let's get on with the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never. So we had we had Shavo on last week, and one of the things we talked to him about <laughs> was home construction <laughs> remodeling. Uh, how's your remodeling project going, Marshall? Because every time I call you, you're like, uh, 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 I'm hanging yes, out. I think that's extremely personal, and uh, I wish you wouldn't have gone there, but now How'd I'm going to have to go there. Man, uh, I'm inappropriate. Extremely triggered and offended, but – 
yeah, it's going pretty well. We got the, uh, we got the, you know, actually a cool story is uh, I framed in for my son's room and uh, I mean, it was like, it came out pretty big. The room did Cause right now we have no room. I'm in a 500 square foot house and it's, you know, there's not very much, much room, but I kind of like that. Cause you know, we're traveling a lot. And so it's easy to get in and out of, it's easy to clean up. But now that I have a kid, it's full of baby stuff. What at nighttime I'm kicking everything and flipping and tripping. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. You and need so more room. That's for sure. My house used to be the hangout. Now they got the baby. I mean, we're also gonna hang out outside, but yeah, I'd rather not even go over there now. It's yeah, just, I feel it. There's a lot of tension in there. Yeah. Ross and Solomon just 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 cluttered. Uh, I mean, yeah, baby Ross, stuff. And wait, I, I'll catch Ross in the room pinching Solomon when they're alone together. <laughs> it's been kind of it's kind of frustrating. But so I built this big room and it was too big. It was uh not too big, but yeah, it was, it was a huge bedroom. And I was like, I said a little prayer and I was like, maybe uh, should I make two rooms? I know it's a simple question, but. That way, you know, if like I'm praying all day, it's, it's, it's a, uh, might as well ask the big man. And so I just like, okay, I'm going to make two rooms. Cause I had enough boards. I had exactly enough two by fours to, to do the room, like to the last board. I made the second room. And the next day I found out Coral was pregnant. It's pretty crazy. Oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Dang. Yeah. It was pretty nuts. You never told me that. It's pretty, yeah. so what's maybe the- yeah. Marshall, what's the update there? Do we know if it's a boy or a girl yet? When are we going to know? How, how are uh, we? I don't know yet. Don't know. We're waiting. Uh, I think we got like, it's like at 16 weeks. We're like 11 or 12. It's a waiting game right now. It's a waiting game. But but we can, uh, we can, uh, there's this blood test called, uh, what's the name of it? Something, something. But yeah, it's a blood test you can do and it'll tell you if the baby, uh, it's tell you the baby's gender at 10 weeks. But it's also she does a blood test. Yeah, she does a blood test. Wow, that's crazy. But also, it's a uh, it's kind of um, if the test is for autism, it tests for autism. But with the kind of test that is, it can also uh, determine the sex. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing the technology. I have another baby related question: um, Who changes more diapers? You changing Solomon, Coral changing Solomon, or Coral changing your diapers? All right, so this is a this is a tricky one. Uh, Believe it or not, another low blow. No. <laughs> Too close to this. <laughs> Believe it or not, though, Ross Ross actually changed. I, we were like in it was a crucial moment, and I was like, "Dude, we please change Solomon's diaper." Solomon's diaper, and he was like, "Yeah, no problem." And I thought he was like bluffing, but it was actually better than any diaper I've ever changed. It was like perfectly like you know when you put a diaper on fast, it's like sideways up and down. But we this guy's really good at. It. I don't know. I just, it's a gift. What can I say? Yeah. Right, you people, people out there with young kids, Ross is now going to give diaper changing tips. I, I, I don't, love, I, I don't I like, love it. I don't like the way that sounded, guys. <laughs> but that's you know, the only thing he offers. I mean, yeah, let's change your kid's diaper. No, I'm just <laughs> but it does make sense because he, he made that up. I honestly, if, if we're being honest, I still to this day have never ever changed a diaper. What? Well, not a, not a, I'm number two diaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He changed a pee diaper. He didn't change a poop diaper. Yet. Yeah. For those of you that don't know what the difference is between number one and number two, no, why don't you explain and elaborate? Okay. Number one is just pee. <laughs> number two is it? It's, it's poop. Yeah, it's poop. Okay. But I've seen Ross tape his fingers before, so he's good at taping things. So I would think he'd be good at taping up the diaper, Ross, because you. Yeah, yeah, he taped it up like for a match. Taped his knees, his wrists. Yeah. Hey, by the but, way, uh, but actually, of- Coral changes more diapers. To be honest, she changes more diapers, but I, I change them if I have to. 
but I just got a weak, that sounds really sissy of me, but I got a weak stomach. And so if they're like gnarly diapers, I'd start gagging and stuff, but I still change it. It's your son. It's like a beautiful thing. It's like my appreciate. Yeah. We got the same germ. So figured (laughs) that's like changing my diaper, which I'd still be grossed out by. Oh, boy. The person's got to follow you. This is a great subject. This is a great subject. Yeah, we need to change subjects. Yeah. So to those of you wondering, we did not have a guest today. We just wanted to wanted to talk and uh, do a little last podcast recap. We thought with uh, with Chavo, Dennis and I were talking on the phone and we're thinking with these conversations we're having with everybody, we could go, you know, two hours, hour and a half. So we're thinking about doing part twos with some guests. And then uh, next week, next week, uh, we are going to have a guest. We might have my dad jump in. depending on if he's available or not, but a really good friend of ours in Israel, um, his name is Addy. He's just a, he was, he's just a great guy. He's, he's actually the big reason why we signed with MLW. He's, um, you know, he was, he was just a, he's like a brother to us. He's a, yeah, we met him a long time ago when we did, <clears throat> I think the, the impact show, I think but, it was. Yeah. And, and he was just a, a journalist there and we just, hit it off and just had a, just a good relationship right from the beginning. Yeah. There's some guys you just have you just click with and, yeah. you know, uh, Addy too. So we were thinking about having him on the show because, you know, he's a, uh, a lot of people don't know, uh, some do about my, my, the Von Eric name in Israel, but it, it's, uh, my dad said it was the, the only time that he became like weak in his knees from the, from the sea of people. Um, they, they found out David Manning was, uh, was sending the show over to Israel. And at the time it was on the Jordan channel and Israel only got one channel. Um, um, oh yeah, they, they can only have one channel. And so it was world-class championship wrestling and it would come on once a week, uh, right after Shabbat was over. They said, as soon as the star would, uh, was in the sky, Shabbat was over or whatever, as soon as they could see a star. And, um, and he said, so everybody, it was like part of Shabbat to, to turn on the TV right after it was over to celebrate. And it was world-class championship wrestling. And so that was going on for, you know, two or three years. And then they, my dad was getting so many letters from Israel. And he said that him and my mom were talking about this and they were like, uh, we're, we're getting, we're getting letters from Israel. Like the Bible Israel, cause they, they've never, no one's ever like heard of Israel, not heard of Israel, but it was really small back then. They, they, they're a young country. They're, they're only 70 Less, seven, less than that. Yeah, yeah less than seven, 72 years old. I don't know how, exactly how old, but they're a newer country. And so uh, my dad went with, uh, I believe my own, no, was, he went by himself for the first time to do a show down there with a few other guys. And yeah, and he said that uh, when he was in the plane, guards got on immediately and they said, make sure you don't make eye contact with anybody. Keep your head down. And my dad looked out the window and there was barricades and there was just a sea of people. He said the most people he's ever seen at one time in his life. And, uh, he started and he's like, who's this for? He didn't know who it was for. And, he's, and as he started walking and he looked at what this lady holding a baby and he just like waved and smiled. And he said, the ground started shaking. The barrier started moving. And, he's, and it was, he said it was just like a roar. And he thought he was in trouble because the cops picked him up. The guards did and ran him, uh, ran him to a police station. He thought he was getting arrested, but he said it was like, got so chaotic and, and, and at one time. And so then he said he got there at the guard uh, and talking to the guards and they just watched wrestling videos, but he just couldn't believe how big the name was over there. And so when we got to Israel for my dad's retirement match in 2017, it was the most, uh, it was just the most like interesting thing to, to be, to be so far away from home, but feel so at home because like everyone knew who he was. It like Im- impacted that generation. It, like, it was almost like a part of their, 
culture and it's like yeah. they would have like a like you know pretend to be wrestling at school and stuff and be von Erichs and stuff there's a saying in israel you know like we have uh like well you think you're superman if a guy's trying to like pick something up way too heavy for him or something they, they say what you think you're strong like kevin von Erich? like for some reason my dad was their favorite like my uncle Kerry was like i heard he was liked a lot by more more so like the arabs and stuff because i think he was he wore the 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 i don't know I have, I have no idea why but but he said that he was more he was more liked over there but, but they, they the israel they loved all of on eric's but we saw the impact that it had that's the reason our like israel so like close to our hearts is when we went we saw in the crowd there's jews arabs muslim every sort every kind of person you could think of and they're all cheering and booing together. They have their arms around each other. I saw a rabbi and a Muslim with their arms around each other, cheering and stuff. And I was like, of all things, wrestling. It was like unbelievable. And so I definitely think we have like a mission in Israel, and it's we want to we want to keep pursuing Israel. And it's it's just been a, the people are so good and the crowd is so hot. One day we hope that Israel is like a wrestling hotspot. And and our friend Addy, the guy we're gonna have on next week, we talk about this all the time. And, He's just got such a great mind for the business. And I, and he can give like a firsthand perspective from what it was like to, to, to be a kid in the eighties. His mom and dad have stories of the Von Ericks and what they were doing on that day. And, and so it's just, it's going to be cool to hear, you know, a, a legit Israeli guy, you know, to, to hear his perspective. But yeah, he's just a, he's a, he's an awesome brother of ours. Now we've grown like a good friendship. Yeah. We're looking forward to having him on. I'm looking forward to meeting Addy and, you know, there's so many stories around WCCW in Israel. You know, you hear David Manning talk about the Chris Adams story where Chris kicked somebody in the car in Israel and then had to leave the country. And then, you know, Did he told that story on uh, the podcast. Uh, no, he told that story on um, uh, one of the dark side of the ring uh, interview. Yeah. I believe. And that's amazing. And then your dad's got one on the, uh, where they actually had a cease. Didn't they have a ceasefire, a temporary ceasefire during a, uh, big yeah. back in the day. That was unbelievable. Is it is the first time in like years that they had a ceasefire just to watch a wrestling. Like, like it was just, you think of it, it's a fact, like, I mean, that, that the time comes on and you're used to watching it all the time. You're like, man, there's this outside conflict. So it kind of transcended wrestling in a way. That, that, I don't know. That's that was a really cool story, in my opinion. And, and when we talk to some of the, the Jewish people and just not, not it's not just Jewish people. It's like everyone in, in Israel and Israel's so diverse. And uh, it's just like when when uh, you ask, cause we wanted to know, like, why did they love dad so much? And it makes you feel less crazy because we love our dad a lot, you know, and. It was, uh, it's unbelievable. The, the story, like what, one of them explained it pretty well. A lot of them don't know why they love him so much, but one of them said, you know, like Israel, cause my dad said he, he based his fighting style off of the country Israel, Israel. They're small, they're surrounded by enemies. And, you know, my dad thought, you know, he's not the biggest guy. He's a great physique, but he's not the biggest guy ever. But he said that, you know, he wanted to have that kind of heart when he fights, you know, to, to, to you know, cause Israel, the smallest country surrounded by enemies, never lost a war. They're like number one and like never start anything. Yeah, yeah, never start anything. They're like number one in uh in in everything, like research, uh, their military's nuts, you know. They're all their all their everyone has to join the military, I guess, when you're 18 or whatever, but it's not like uh it's not like a uh it's not it's 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 not as bad as it, it sounds when you're over there. It's like they do it with honor and and you know, they can still go home and see their family, and it's so cool. We have celebrated Hanukkah with a family when we were down there, just us two. And uh, 
they were they all t- told their their war stories about the seven day war, the six day or seven day war. Yeah, but it was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable, and the the mother of the of the wow. guy's house we were at. They're like, she's the most badass one out of all of us. Yeah, yeah, like, huh? yeah. She's like taking something out of the oven, and she and never, and you know, she walks like, in and tells a story about you know. But she, but she never gave up any. To this day, her her uh, her job was like a uh, to if she ever got captured to, to not to not uh, you know to not say any information that she has. And so she's. They said I still don't know what she she's capable of, but one of the grandpas saw her like do something nuts like save a hostage like strangle or a guy or something yeah i don't know, I yeah. don't know. Like, it was like crazy but she wouldn't talk about it and i was like man if that happened to me everybody would know yeah. about it i'd be the <laughs> i'd lead with that probably hi i'm marshall i strangled a dude one time and saved a hostage well, he was, yeah, he was, nice to meet you <laughs> well you guys went there though for the retirement match that was your was that when it was the retirement match, was that your first trip to Israel or your second trip? It was your second. That was our first one, and our oh, whole entire first. family went. Yeah. The whole family went, and then you guys did a lot of promotions. You went to schools. Your dad did some commercials. They're out there on YouTube, the commercials uh, your dad yeah. did. Yeah. Um, it was a, such a great growing experience. For the first time, I didn't dread media. You know, the first, for the first time in our career, uh, not the first time, but the majority of our careers, you know this, Dennis, but – we would get so nervous before radio shows, promos, and because in, in Japan we weren't. This wasn't something. It wasn't, it wasn't our strong point. Everybody's afraid to expose a weakness, and and you know that's one thing. You know, God has used Israel, used wrestling in our lives big time because it's you know getting uncomfortable. It, you feel like you're exposing a weakness, but you're really you know just giving it to God. I'm gonna go out here. I'm gonna play the part. I'm gonna be a wrestler. I'm gonna try as hard as I can, you know, because you know we're both pretty shy people, you know. And, and I mean in school we were both like shy kids. We weren't loud and, and introverted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's just crazy we're in a job where you can't be like that. You have to be animated and you know and show your emotions and be exaggerated exaggerated version of yourself. And it's uh you know that that's it's it's definitely a growing growing process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what's but, funny but, we have a go ahead, Dennis. No, go ahead, Ross. Good. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead, Dennis. Oh, okay. Go. Well, when you guys were doing the independent circuits and you guys stayed here, stayed with me, I'd always say, Well, let's go do an interview for the fans. Let's go do that's something. what I was gonna say. You you shut did. it down. So so uh that's what I was gonna say. So we were all nervous. Dennis knows this. Dennis would encourage us and tell us, Hey guys, you're capable of it. You can do it. You're made for that. You just constantly encourage us and, and you put us in high, not high pressure to at the time for us, it was high pressure, but you're, that's like one of your gifts is doing radio and all that. You have a great radio voice. And so you being the guy to encourage us and keep us booked helped so much because, you know, after our, uh, our agent or whatever passed, we shouldn't really our agent, but she helped us get, get matches and stuff, but yeah, she passed away and, we didn't know what we were going to do in the States. We were done in Japan. We knew for a while because our boss just passed away in Japan. And so it's just kind of trippy. Like maybe we shouldn't be wrestling. Everyone, everyone's like dying. I felt like that. And then uh, you came, you came in and we met you and you're in a part, you were in a, you're going through a time in your life where, where, you know, we, and so were we, where we really needed each other and built a, you know, a great brotherhood from that. But yeah, it was you telling us or seeing stuff in us that we didn't see in ourselves. And yeah, I was, got so nervous for radio shows nervous before promos all this yeah you believed in us like in a way you're like i don't know what but you guys are just gonna be you're gonna be successful you know i know and eventually you're gonna you're gonna 
you know? Yeah. And, and it wasn't immediate, you know, and, it, and we were the last ones to believe that, you know? And, and when we saw things coming together slowly and it was just like, man, it's happening, you know? And it's, it's just, every story has that. You got to start off the, the beginning of something's never beautiful. You know, if you want, if you, if you want it to, the glory is in the struggle. The though, glory you know? is in the struggle. My dad always says that it's, yeah, it's not about, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And that's so true. You know, he said about, uh, you know, you wake up and your wife's making eggs or your kids are laughing in the living room. It's those little things that you can, like my house right now, I'm so focused on the house and I got to get this stuff done that, you know, I caught myself missing days. My wife, my, I have time off right now. My wife wants to go to the beach and, and, and go to the bike path, with me and my brother. And it's not, I got to, you know, do this wall. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's worth, it's worth it to, to live in the moment and, experience it because you know you're look back in pictures and like man why am i not smiling there you know i was like no you're you're you were concerned about a temporary problem you and i were talking about this today yeah. dennis you know because don't sweat the small stuff. don't, don't sweat the permanent it's all small stuff. don't make permanent decisions based on temporary problems but i wanted to rewind just a second um you know somebody asked a question this week and i believe it was trisha and i appreciate her asking the question she said how did you guys how did i meet you guys and um you touched on this yeah. earlier, you know, I had, I had met you guys and then a couple months later, I was, I went through a divorce. It was kind of unexpected, but things happened True. quickly and you guys were there to support me. Well, a couple years prior, I had met Kevin on Twitter back when he was, you know, had Twitter was active and everybody was asking him wrestling questions, rightfully so. And I'd asked him a question about the surf in Kauai because I'm, I'm a wake surfer and I love the ocean. Yeah. And your dad had just answered me, answered some questions on what the surf was like. And then I got a, the ding on Twitter that said he started following me, um, which, yeah. oh my gosh, I can direct message him. So we just started direct messaging and we just kind of go back and forth on things about life. It really didn't talk about wrestling. And uh, I, I'd share with Kevin that Kauai is one of my favorite places I've traveled to in the world. I've been there two times, once as a kid, uh, second time uh, a few years back. And that I was planning a trip out there maybe in the next year. And your dad said, well, if you come out, uh, you know, come stop by and say hi. Well, fast forward a year and a half later, I actually made that trip out there. And that's where I met you guys in person. The very first time I met you guys was at a place called Sushi Bushido in downtown yeah. Kapa'a, the, the, the town close to you guys. And remember, I met Ross first. Ross had pulled up on the scooter he was driving. And of course, I knew I had recognized Ross, introduced myself just such a nice guy and the marshal i met you and then we all had dinner that night with your mom the, the whole family came out and i had my family there at the time we had the, the best time and and i remember saw you guys a couple other times during that trip we went out to dinner the last night we were there in Kauai. and marshall you and i and coral stood out there and talked for about 45 minutes or an hour just talking you know getting to know each other and i was like man these guys are so special i knew it but but meeting them and being around them well then um that was in the fall, early fall. And uh, then I, I went through, uh, you know, it was a really quick divorce and it really hit me like a freight train. And you guys invited me to come out over, over Christmas time. So I came out and it was just such a refresh and, and, a, and just a great thing to spend that time with you guys and get to know you. And, um, you know, and then we just started working together. Um, I, I wasn't, you know, I was just a wrestling fan from back in the day. I uh, didn't know anything really about the wrestling business, but I knew some stuff about business because that's my background. And um, we just formed a great team. I put my business knowledge together, your wrestling knowledge. And I remember us saying, hey, we're going to make a lot of mistakes, 
but we're going to learn from mistakes and we're going to get better. And, you know, my goal is to see you guys progress in your career. And it's just so great to see where you guys have, and I'm so blessed for your friendship. I know we joke around a lot on this uh, clock cast and we're going to continue to do that, but um, it, it was really great. It was, uh, you know, it's, it's been a blessing. I mean, I just enjoy working with you guys in any capacity. When you called me up and said, I want to do the podcast. And I'm like, well, it's about freaking time. Cause I've been only talking about this for about three or four years, but at the timing was right now. And we're, we're doing yeah. it. And uh, it's been just a ton of fun. And, and off we go. That's, that's uh, we love you, Dennis. You're, you're a brother to us. And, you know, it was just such a, you were there for us when we, we didn't even know we needed it most. And, and you, you uh you were patient through our immaturity you know we were we were young and just didn't get it didn't yeah. get it didn't get like what an honor it was to be a von Eric to go to japan and all this stuff and it's just it, it's you, you really really helped us and and it's I, I i'm glad that you weren't uh in the you weren't involved in the wrestling world because it was good to have an outside mind it was kind of refreshing yeah. yeah and to have a, a an actual genuine fans perspective after a show is because you know in our matches we notice every single fault with it. We we can see it, and but you know not everybody sees every everything. And and uh, and you, we we getting getting the fan perspective from you. Like no, that was that was good. You guys did this. You did that. And it was, it just it, it helped a lot. But yeah, we definitely formed a brotherhood. Yeah, those road trips, man. Those were some good times. Yeah, those empty Oklahoma roads in the middle of nowhere, Texas. You know, just laughing, joking, eating Arby's, farting, <laughs> keep locking the windows, all the good stuff. Well, you farted, not me or Ross. I mean, that was you. Uh, no, the sewage Continuing. treatment plant. Yeah. Anytime someone would, would rip one, they would just say, are we passing a sewage treatment plant? It was like the inside joke at the time. Yeah. Yeah, those were some good times. It happened a lot. That, that was I the hardest actually, I ever heard you laugh at. I hope that maybe in the future we can pick up a few indie shows and do some road trips together because that was uh, – those those are so Yeah. Relax, small fry. We're big time now, all right? <laughs> we don't do – driving by ourselves okay we have private planes oh, and we boy. get limo drivers not yet but it's coming yeah. limo riding Enjoy. high flights kids stealing wheeling dealing we wanted to be limo riding jet flying all that stuff we would have we would have gone to that yeah, yeah the, the, the dark place oh, wait i'm I, i'm sorry i'm banned from doing the dark side. i banned from doing wrestling impersonations uh oh yeah yeah oh hey i'm a temporary ban i have a fan that. question real quick yeah, um, question. Pull, it up. pull it up real quick. Okay, we have a fan. Ross, uh, talk about your wife while I'm looking for this. So, Dennis, what's new with you? What's new with me? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, I uh, I actually joined a band, and I'm going to start singing in a band uh, this summer. We're going to do a few gigs out at a place. At, for real? Yeah, Pier 121 out Lake Louisville. And anybody in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that's listening, um, we'll, we'll post up when we're going to have a gig. But um, that's we're gonna do awesome, about, man. We're going to do about 10 songs. So I'm going to sing with, with this band. And then uh, afterwards, I'm going to do some DJing where we keep you Give me a sample right now. Give me a sample. Uh, that's a hands, great sample. Hands, touching right. hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you, sweet Caroline. Good times never seem so good. So good. So good. So good. Yeah, we're doing that song. Okay, okay. I was I was gonna roast you, but that was an excellent choice. Yeah, you have tears in my eyes. I commend you. That was great. That's enough, Dennis. Okay, I don't want to. Okay, so here I found the fan question from a handsome cat named Marshall Van Erich. 
Um, so the question was, I, I posted on the Iron Claw cast. Do you have any last minute questions before the Iron Claw cast, uh, before the Iron Claw cast show starts? And from Marshall Von Erich, yes. Why does Marshall Von Erich cross his eyes every time he does a lariat? And uh, you're a handsome cat, but you're a little bit foolish. It's Eric. Okay, buddy. Um, you seem like a nice guy for the most part. But uh, why I cross my eyes when I yell, I don't know. I blame it on the movie Waterboy, but I don't know. I did, I did it as a joke for so long that it became serious. Like I, when I joke and, Ross, I'm going to get you. I'd say, Rawr! and I go cross-eyed. Please don't use that as a thumbnail just now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but. <laughs> no, everybody's going to. Yeah. But, but, but uh, yeah, so I do that as a joke. And then I started doing it in football. And one time there was a sick picture of me tackling somebody. And it was in the newspaper, and sure enough, I was doing this. I was cross-eyed, and I was like, shoot, it really is a problem. And so yeah, I like, he, When he plays with the kids and stuff, and he's like a big monster, he's always doing the – I was trying to be as ugly as possible, and then I was like, okay, I can't – And it wrestling. became a habit, like a muscle memory thing almost. Yeah. And so it's just – it's to, it's been like an inside joke, and it's just been so funny. Every time – We found some crazy pictures that we'd zoom in, and I'm sure enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like, cross-eyed it's clothesline. gold though but if yeah i call it the cross-eyed clothesline yeah those were some good times and you know what the um you posted a picture <laughs> <laughs> were you cross-eyed were you cross-eyed in the picture you posted of the hunting when you were a little kid with your dad and uh no. the same place your grandfather was with your dad and your uncles were you no i just have strong eyebrow muscles yeah there was not a lariat being performed at that yeah. moment and so that was a cool picture though wasn't it yeah Oh, it was at the exact same spot. The exact same spot, same land. It's just it was so cool as kids that we like again maturity, but did not really appreciate it yet. But as kids, we grew up on the same field, sweat, you know, sweat and worked on the exact same field. Our yeah, climbed the field. same trees, you know, yeah, the magic tree. Uh, it's called the magic tree on our property. And my dad and his brothers would hang on the limbs when they were like five, like really young and like you know. Uh, swing all over them and that's the tree that we like grew up on we built tree houses in it the kid tree houses laid a whole bunch of sticks flat and yeah. fell out thousands of times <laughs> yeah that is so cool and you know the it's kind of sad that the old von eric ranch is now a housing development in uh lake dallas yeah, yeah, yeah it's actually it's called, ranch. yeah right it's called atkinson ranch yeah yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a little, it's a little sad to see that, you know, but we had some good memories there and big time. We'll always have that. But yeah, it's cool. That uh, it, it, do we have any more fan questions? Do we have any more fan questions? We should like have fans call in live sometime. We should do a live. That'd be really cool. You know, yeah. We were talking about that is, uh, you know, ha having fans on the show every now and then and, uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll do it like randomly. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, no, it would be a, uh, it, I think it'd be a benefit and we should, we should definitely look at doing, it. I actually, this has been kind of a fun format tonight because it's freestyle. We really didn't have a structure and we just wanted to just, just kind of be real. And in the, uh, in the vein of just being real, I, I believe sometimes vulnerability is, is part of being real. And I wanted to share, I shared it with you guys a little earlier today, but I wanted to share with you guys um something i experienced today um if we could kind of get serious for a minute can we do that <laughs> this last year has been tough on everybody um mm -hmm. with with covid hitting 
Um, a lot of people lost their jobs and I was one of them uh, working in the travel industry, working in a, in a capacity where your company's business went down by 90% was tough. Um, and so they made a lot of cuts, uh, not being able to see your, your kiddo uh, because of the COVID risks. Um, you know, just, yeah. just a lot, a lot of difficulties and it's just been a challenging year. And, you know, sometimes as much as we're up, we can also be down a little bit. And I was talking to my sister, my older sister, believe it or not, I've got an older sister, like you guys have an older sister. And there's a lot of similarities between my older sister and Kristen. She's kind of that glue of the family, so to speak, but she invited me to church today. And I went, uh, she's been asking me to go to church for their new church for a while. And I've always had stuff going on, but I said, today I'm going. And sure enough, I get up. And the first thing I do is I hit traffic because I have interstate 635 in Dallas shut down all the way shut down with Texas DOT trucks. They're doing some kind you of know how dead traffic too. Oh, you hate horrible. Traffic. I hate it. Traffic. So I finally get there. I get there about five minutes into it and, um, you know, connect with them. And they're, they're doing the greetings and the, the announcements and everything. And, and then they, they introduce some guy that walks out. I'm like, who is this guy? And he starts talking. I'm like, who, who is this guy? Well, he is a pastor of a church in California and he has written books And the book he wrote that he talked about today. His name is Sean Nepstad. And the name of his book is called don't quit in the dip. And I want to bring this up because I've gone through a tough time recently, just the whole unemployed thing, um, all, all the you know, things around there, you know, during, during the pandemic, I'm single. And so not having anybody in your life um, when you're going through a pandemic or health issues or whatever, it, it can kind of, it can kind of get on you. And as much as we were positive, sometimes we get down. And I felt like he was talking to me this morning and it was kind of interesting that after that, yeah. I talked to a few other people, they're like, Oh no, he was yeah. talking to me. But the whole point is, uh, is that God's got a plan. And if we trust God, put God in our life, He'll take us through it. Not not saying that we're not going to go through tough times, but if we rely on him, he'll get us through the tough times. And he he, made, he told a really good analogy this morning that I wanted to share. And it was when you get up in the morning and you turn on the water, you turn on the hot water, it's cold for a while. And you don't just stop and turn off the water and go, well, I'm not taking a shower today because the water's cold and it's never going to get warm you know that warm water is coming. So why don't we give God a chance to flow that warm water through the pipes? It's coming. We're going through yeah. a tough time. Um, you know, frustration. yeah, frustration yeah. on employment, getting, a, getting another job or, you know, having somebody come in your life that you, you, you want, you know, want fulfillment, you know, understanding that it's God's plan. And I'm not the most spiritual guy. I do have a relationship with God, but I just thought that we're doing this podcast tonight. It is a great book. And anybody that is going through any type of a challenge where you're down, get this book. For me, if you hand me a book, I may not read the book. But if I can get it on audiobook, when I'm driving, I can listen to it. You darn well right, I'll listen to it. Even take a break from listening to the Iron Clawcast. Listen to this book. But it's called Don't Quit in the Dip by Sean Nepstad. And it's all, it's, it's a scripture based book, but it is very, very effective. And there, he tells a lot of different anecdotes, stories on people going through tough time, but persevering, trusting on God and pulls through and, and, and it always will. So, um, yeah, man, that's, that's so true. Yeah. And yet we, like Ross just said, you know, we can be so quick to, to jump ship and, 
you know, you never know what's initially bad. If something bad happens in your life that you feel is bad, like someone close to you passes or, or, or some right. of things that we can't explain, like, why would this happen? You never, you really never know if it can ultimately be for good. Cause you know, God can turn anything to, to, to bring him glory to, to, for, for good. What the enemy meant for bad, he can turn to good. And, you know, there's been, I hurt my back. Doctors uh, told me that I was having to get uh, a rod in my back. Uh, my uh, disc were ruptured and all this stuff. And while he was telling me this, I was holding, holding my son and, uh, and my son, they also told me that, uh, we, that me and my wife might not be able to have a kid. They told us years ago. And so, I, you know, I, that was something I actually like genuinely prayed for, like begged, begged God for. And, you know, and as the doctor was telling me, I was going to have to retire from wrestling. I'm holding my promise. I'm holding my son. And, and I was like, who, who am I to, 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 you know, to, to not trust God as he failed me. And then, and that, that's a, it's only a test. Sometimes. It's, it's really, it's, it's like a simulation and, you know, you keep that spiritual mindset. You're, you're, you're there for somebody else. And it's not always about us. We can be so, you know, uh, self-motivated and self, yeah. how do I feel? How do I feel? But it's, it's, you know, life that takes the pressures, the pressure off of life. When you look at it, like, who can I encourage today? Who can I love on today? Right. Who can I build up today? You know, and, it's it took me a long time to, to get in that and I'm still not perfect. I constantly I, I I can get back into being selfish and all that stuff, but it takes the load off life knowing that I'm not in control, that I'm not uh, that, that, that that God is is ordaining my life and, sh- and showing me where to go. And it's and it's, you know, it's just step by step. Yeah, your job is just just enjoy the ride and yeah, you know, be grateful. That's faith. That's faith is being joyful because if you're joyful, you're fully trusting God. You know, you're, you're, you're walking around with joy, joy in your heart. And it's a peace that surpasses understanding, not a peace that comes from understanding. You yeah. Know? No, it, it's amazing that when you're, when you're like, have you noticed when you're down, and you like for some reason encourage somebody else in some way. Yeah, how you're immediately yeah. like rejuvenated, you big know? time. Like it really is not yeah. what it's almost the opposite of what we think. You know, the, the world. world I need it. I need the one. You know, to be the one. And sometimes it, it's it is good to have you know yeah. a good word at the right time. But, you know, if you're when you're younger, did you ever you know get like a a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars and uh, you blow it on yourself? You know, four or five times that that happens in your life or whatever and blow it on yourself and it's never as satisfying as buying something for somebody that needed it you know it's like it's like way more rewarding and you know that that's how that's how god feels with us you know he he loves to bless us and stuff but it's you know sometimes we'll do something good in our life and we'll we'll think it's so good we want to hold on to it and yeah i, I don't want anybody to touch it and you can covet what what he gave you a house car whatever it is yeah, hold on loosely yeah, hold loosely to yeah. the, the things of this world because you keep your hands open you keep your hands open you never know what god might give yeah, you. yeah like something else G- give up give up this thing you love so much and i'll give you something better you know and it's, it's always a, better too yeah it's always is better you know and that's what we've been doing in wrestling honestly and just living in the moment taking it day by day not you know, worldly wise, we would be like looked at as almost foolish. You should be investing in your future and 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 God, yeah, you got to look out for number one and all yeah, this kind of stuff. Protect yourself, and it's good to look for like protect your future and stuff. But there's truth in that. Yeah, yeah we, we we've had a, we've had a job for you know 10, 10 years almost. It's we've been wrestlers for for uh, you know a big portion of our lives now, and it shouldn't really even be possible. Yeah, living out here. You know? Yeah, and yeah, being living in Hawaii, it's almost impossible to get booked and. It's it's been working. It's just work step by step, moment well, by moment. If you have a good agent, you're gonna get uh, matches. I'm just saying. That's what we need. We need a good agent. <laughs> Man, good we idea. can really use one of those. 
uh... but you know what on a serious note i'm going to be 53 two weeks from today i don't mind revealing my age because i look so young um anyway uh but you know i think this morning sitting at my sister's church i i had like this breakthrough that i'm like okay i there was just the way he spoke and the way he talked about, yeah. uh, you know, the dip, you know, when you go through a dip in life and sometimes that dip can may seem like a chasm. Um, you know, there's, I, I so much want to have, you know, a, just a special, awesome woman in my life to grow old with. And I've been divorced for six and a half years and I've dated a few people. I thought I've found the, uh, the pot of gold, but kind of sometimes it turns out to be fool's gold. And I'm not knocking anybody I've dated in the past. It just doesn't work. And, you know, when there's something you really want, you have to step back and say, well, you know what, who, who am I really putting in charge of my life? Is it my will or the will of somebody else's? So it was really, yeah. really, I'm really happy about this being a breakthrough day. And, and I'm glad to be able to share this with Good, you and, yeah. and the clock ass nation out there. So. Yeah, all right. We're happy for you. Yeah, God gives his best to those that leave it up to him. You know, that's that's a something we've been always gone by. So you know, it, it doesn't really make sense. Go ahead. No, I was saying there's a Ross told me one time that there's a his permissive will and God's will. And permissive will is perfect. perfect. Yeah, yeah, where where you're forcing right. stuff happen, kind of making things happen. And mm-hmm. is this your will? You know, and and his will really is good. So we've, uh, there's this uh, story about this uh, this man. And he was with a servant and uh, a horse wandered on their property. And uh, he said, and the servant came to the, the man and said, Hey, there's a horse on our property. This is bad. And he said, how do you know this is bad? And the next day um, his, uh, his son got on the horse and got bucked off and broke his arm. And the, the servant came and said, your son broke his arm. This is bad. He said, how do you know it's bad? It could be good. And then the next day the uh, military was in, in town and they were uh, taking recruits and, uh, and they said, uh, your son couldn't get recruited because his arm is broken. This is good. And he said, how do you know this is good? And it's just what it's saying is that re- it's, we and never on know. and on it goes. Yeah, yeah, it goes. It goes for a while. And we just initially know, don't know what's bad. If something bad happens, like lose your job, something, something better. God could have something better in store. And so you're not wasting time. You're going to get your hopes up. You're, you're yeah. wasting time being hopeful. That's not wasted time. Plus, you worry way less. And yeah. That's what we're supposed to do, not worry. And just, that's where heart disease, you know, the Bible says that, uh, uh, like, what, what fear of fear of man, fear of uh, passion is rottenness to the bones. Like, when you get worked up or, yeah. you know, think about something, dread something, over, you're overthinking, anxiety. You know, that's not good. That's not healthy yeah. to think that way. We're full of that. You know, it's constant, but it's good to have a brother to remind each other, but just to, to walk around with a light heart. Nothing's as big as you make it seem. This life is so temporary. Things are going to, you're not going to be, you know, young forever. You know, it's, 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 you know, life goes by. And so I, that's why we want to enjoy each moment as it comes and embrace it and spend this time with my dad. That's why we're, we're, we're choosing, you know, family, family over wrestling as of right now, you know, we could be living in the mainland and, 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 you know, working for a big corporation, which we probably will do one day. But right now we're, we're enjoying these, these days with my dad and he's had a nuts life and, and, you know, we can make it work over here. We're working over in Hawaii and we're also wrestling. So it's like, God's made it come about. And until that door closes, we'll go to, the, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go in the next one that opens, but you know, it's, yeah. it's easier to know that I'm not in control. I didn't make this happen. This is where I am. Well, if there's anybody that personifies not quitting in a dip or really in a chasm is, is your dad and how your dad kept going. And uh, what in a, you know, what a fine example that is. And I know we touched on that a little bit with him. Uh, 
we'll have him on again. We can maybe go a little deeper, but look no further than your dad in terms of all that's happened to him and how he's kept going, how he's made decisions to follow God, choose life and, and look at the life he has now. He's always got a smile on his face. You look at dad and he really is so joyful. And, you know, he says, you know, it's not worth it to hold a grudge. You know, he said, go forgive that person you're mad at right now. It's not worth it. These, these little petty things we can get mad at. Sometimes they feel monumental and big, but. And it's a testimony. It all works out in the end. It all, it all gets good in the end. You know, my dad is the most joyful he's ever been. He has a huge family. Double around him. And if you would have told him, you know, while in the eighties or whatever, while he's going through it, it's all going to be good. He's like, There's no way yeah. that it just, you know, you don't see it. You know, he, he, he said one time he was in his car and it was right after my uncle Mike passed away and he was praying and he said, well, God, now, now I'll never be able to fully enjoy anything again. I'll never be happy ever again. He said there was something broken in him, like wounded, deeply. Wo- wo- deeply wounded where he said he felt like he could never experience happiness ever again. And he said, and, you know, now he'll say that, you know, I felt like I was stuck and, and, but he held on, you know, he kept going. It almost gave him a greater capacity to enjoy life and enjoy and to love. He loves. So he loves when when, when he hugs somebody, like embraces him. And we just laugh about it because it's like, man, he's been through so much and he's the funniest guy you've ever met. He's so lighthearted. He's always joking. And sometimes it's almost annoying that he's like so happy and joking all the time. We'll be in like a tense situation about to debut TNA with, uh, with, uh, father's day or whatever. And he's like, you know, pinching, pinching the back of your arm, spraying you with water, you know, just laughing. No, no, dad, this is serious. You don't know. And he's like, I know exactly what you're going through, you know? And so we wish, you know, if we go back, we wish we were just, you know, goofed off with them, enjoyed the moment instead of being all serious and tense, and, you yeah. know, but now, now we do. And so that, that's, that's a big blessing. And we enjoy matches so much more than we did before, yeah. especially when my dad goes, you know, like the, the, there's a certain number of, of times that this will happen. So let's enjoy it while we're at. His love and passion is infectious. He just wears it his sleeve. It's just there. He's the same he guy off the, you know, out of the limelight as he is in the limelight. Oh, it's, yeah. It's yeah. There's no, there's no joke with, or there's no uh, gimmick with that. Yeah. What you see is what you get. For sure. <laughs> I remember one time when, right. I was, when I was out in Kauai one time, we were sitting in the living room on the couch and he was talking about wrestling in some kind of match. He's like, well, here, stand up. I'm going to show you now lockheads. Okay. I'm going to show you what he did at this and that. And it was just like, Okay, I'm sitting here locked up with Kevin Von Erich, and I have no idea what kind of wrestling moves we were supposed to make or anything. But he was like just so demonstrative about showing me whatever happened in this match. Yeah. Hilarious. He always does that. If he has a wrestling move in his mind, he'll go up to my mom or something, a lock, you know. And I, and I do it to Coral, you know, but, or I'll do it to him. I think, I think the business does that too. Yeah. Right? You're so animated. Mm-hmm. When he tells stories, it's. Everything's big. Yeah. Yeah. My mom said, like, when we all three get excited telling a story, my mom said, yes, it's broken. We're like, and then the guy did this. And we're just going crazy with our hands and we're all big. And it's, uh, it's definitely, it's cool too. Wrestling brought us to a point where we can really relate with dad now. You know, we always be like joking and stuff. But hey, um, I was going to say to everyone listening, yeah, sorry we didn't have a, a, a something. Uh, uh, what do you call it? foundation or whatever uh, stuff to talk about pretty much. But next week we're going to have a, a guest on and possibly my dad. And then keep letting us know uh, what, what guests you want us to have send your requests in. Um, they doesn't have to be wrestling. 
um, completely anybody. wrestling. It can be anybody and stuff. We have we have a couple of good names in mind, but we want to keep you guys entertained. We all love doing this. This has been a huge blessing to all three of us, and I really enjoyed this podcast. Let us know if you guys did, but yeah, we we uh we, we're really trying at this. We 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 want to put put ourselves like go all out at it. It's like in wrestling and stuff, but. Yeah, like, give us your feedback. Let us know who you want. And thank you for listening. And where can we find everybody? Where can, we, where can everybody find us on social media, Marshall and Ross? We are on Twitter, the Iron Claw Cast, YouTube, the Iron Claw Cast, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google, something. We're, we're, we're on all of them. We're on pretty much all of them. Go check us out. And we actually, uh, coming soon, we might start an Instagram uh you know because the, the younger generation they they most most of them have an instagram whippersnappers yeah. whippersnappers and then we're gonna start uh start getting our stories out there you know we've, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of good guests already and so keep supporting us we love you guys we're nothing without y'all we appreciate Thank it you. and we'll be back next week with another brand new episode of the iron claw guest thank you for tuning in on behalf of Ross and Von Eric. <laughs> I'm Dennis Crosby. And as always, stay clawrific. Stay classy. <laughs>